In this episode of the Microgreens Podcast, we're going to talk about how to get started growing microgreens. Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 34 of the Microgreens Podcast, and welcome to the year 2023. Hard to believe for me, anyways. I thought I'd start this season of the Microgreens Podcast off right in the beginning. I'm sure there's lots of people out there that are just getting interested in growing microgreens, and I wanted to create a podcast episode on that. Even if you have grown microgreens, you might get something out of this, so just hang on in there, and you're going to talk about the the plans for the Microgreens Podcast moving on through 2023, and maybe I'll just give you a little announcement of a course slash workshop that will be published soon. Over the past holiday season, I sold a lot of beginner's kits to people giving them as gifts and and people trying out microgreens for the first time. So I thought I would just go over the basics here, not necessarily how to plant your first tray of microgreens, but what you need and uh, how to get everything in order to start growing microgreens. Probably the first question would be, why grow microgreens? Why would I want to grow microgreens at home? Well, One, it's a really good way to get some fresh food into your house. Fresh food is so much better than even fresh food from the grocery store. It has so many more nutrients in it than anything you can buy at the uh, grocery store, just because fresh vegetables from the grocery store just lose so many vitamins for every 24 hours that they've been harvested, no matter how well they pack them. And even if they hydrocool them, stick them on ice, they are still losing nutrients every day that they've been harvested. So I guess the first reason is they're more nutritious. The second reason, they're fun. It's a nice thing to do during the winter. The days are short. This is It's sort of a little hobby you can get into. And once I think you start growing these microgreens, you're going to see how quick they grow, how easy they are to grow in a small space, and it might even get you started growing more of your own food, whether it's in the house or in the garden during the summer. Another reason to grow microgreens is you can grow them year-round. It's just not a winter thing. You can actually grow them in the summer. I grew arugula and basil all year round in the home instead of the garden because I was just having problems with insects outside. I just grew them in the house. And I think one of the main reasons to grow microgreens, whether it's in the winter or the summer or year round, is that there's so many uses for them. There's so many times that you can add some fresh vitamins and fresh minerals into your food. If you just have those microgreens right in the house where you can go over and snip a few of them off and add them to your dishes, whether you're cooking with them, whether you're adding them to salads, whether you're making smoothies out of them, whether you're putting them in your eggs, however you want to use microgreens, it's just a great way to improve your nutrition. I probably didn't have to convince anyone of why to grow microgreens, but I thought I would get started with that. Another question you often get when people are getting started with microgreens is, do you need a lot of light? Well, the answer is No, you don't need a lot of light to get started growing microgreens. If you have a sunny window, you can grow microgreens. However, once you've grown a few microgreens and you're really into it, I think that you're going to like having your own artificial light to grow microgreens. It just makes it easier. You can put them in someplace in and out of the way, and you, you get better microgreens than you do growing them in a window. Sure, if you live 
where you have 12 hours of daylight all year round, it might work out fine. But for us up here in the Northeast, there's just, it's not a really great way, even in a sunny window, to grow microgreens. You're better off just buying a cheap, inexpensive LED shop light and just setting up a little dedicated area for them. However, to get started, you can use that sunny window or a bright light under cabinet light on your kitchen counter. Almost every microgreen I can think of will grow just fine in room temperature. So if you're keeping your house between 65 and 75, you're going to have no problem with any of the microgreens. If it's a little bit colder, generally you're generally it'll take longer to grow your microgreens. If it's warmer, you may have problems with some of the cold germinating microgreens, such as some kales, cilantro. Basil does really good in warm temperatures, but there's a few of them that really grow slow in the colder temperatures. And I don't think I'm going to talk about it now, but I did start a couple different microgreens in my office because why not have the grow lights on and then I don't have to light the room with the other lights. Is that being cheap? Oh, well, anyways, that's what I did. But it was really cold in here. And I had some interesting things come up between radishes and arugula. I'm not going to get into it in this in this episode, but maybe later. The more you grow microgreens, the more you learn. So light, sunlight to start with it if you want to, but just plan on getting a LED shop light at some point. Temperature, room temperature is fine. A little bit cooler is fine. A little bit warmer is fine. Nothing in the 80s and nothing below 60s. So what equipment do you need? Well, you need a growing tray, what I call a planting tray. That's generally a tray that has holes in it. You need a watering tray. Watering tray is a tray that the watering tray is a tray that the planting tray will fit into, has no holes, so that it will hold some water. You're going to need a grow medium, whether it is some sort of potting mix or whether it is a hemp grow mat. Obviously, you're going to need seeds. And the other thing you really need is a spray bottle, something to mist the soil and the seeds with. That is the only equipment that you need. If you don't want to source that yourself, you can actually go to homemicagreens.com forward slash kits, K-I-T-S, and that will take you to the Home Micah Green store and you can see the array of kits that I do sell. From inexpensive kits that cost uh, $7 to uh, full kits that cost, uh, I think they're just $15. So that's really not too bad. They're inexpensive. They last forever. I'm still using some of these same trays that I did that I had three or four years ago. They're, they're nice little kits. There's no need to spend $20 or $30 or $40, even up to $75 for a microgreen grow kit. It's just ridiculous. You don't need to spend that much money on it. So I guess that's another reason why you should grow microgreens in your home. They're very inexpensive to grow, considering you're going to get fresh greens out of it. Where should you get your seeds? Well, of course you should get your seeds from homemicagreens.com, the homemicagreens store. I have a large selection of seeds in many different size packets. And if you want to know what varieties you should grow first, I just did a podcast on that. Go to homemicagreens.com forward slash three, two. That'll take you to episode 32 of the Microgreens podcast, where I talked about the easiest microgreens to grow. If I was getting started, I would start people out with either broccoli or kohlrabi. I really like people starting with kohlrabi because they do grow fast. There's a little bit of color to them. They're very uniform. They're very easy to grow. I just think it's a great beginner's microgreen because the color gets people excited, how nice and uniform and neat looking they are. That gets people excited. It's just a really good microgreen to start with. So broccoli or kohlrabi, or there's, you can just listen to the podcast. Again, that's episode 32. 
There'll be a link to it down in the show notes, or you can just go to homemikergreens.com forward slash three two, and that will bring you right to the page on homemikergreens.com, and you can just click and play the podcast right from there. So now you have all your equipment. You have a place where you're going to grow your microgreens. You have your seeds. You're all set to grow them. How do you grow them? Well, I'm not going to get too in-depth here. I do have a planning guide, a free planning guide, if you'd like that. You can just go to homemikergreens.com forward slash guide, G-U-I-D-E. That'll take you to a page and your name and your email address. And then I will email you a free guide. You just have to confirm your email email address. And then another email will be sent with the guide. It's like 39 pages. It explains everything you need to do to grow your microgreens, your first tray of microgreens. I also have a video right on the homepage of homemikergreens.com that shows you the whole process. The secret of growing your first tray of microgreens is, one, not to worry. No one's going to take your birthday away. No one's going to die. There's not going to be any catastrophe. It's just growing a tray of microgreens, so don't fret. I'm in a few Facebook groups, beginners Facebook groups, and boy, the people just get so flustered and worried. It's, it's really not that big a deal. It's just a tray of microgreens. And by the way, I really hate Facebook groups. I'm just going to tell you that. I really hate social media. I have a a Facebook group for the course, and I do obviously have a Facebook page in case I want to run ads, but if it was my choice, I wouldn't be on Facebook. I wouldn't be on social media at all. There's just so much bad information out there. But anyways, just don't worry. It's just a tray of greens. Just throw the seeds on the soil, and yes, I do recommend soil. Soil is so much easier to grow microgreens on than grow mats. You would think it would be the other way around, but it's really not because it's so much easier to water microgreens on soil than it is in the grow mats. You're also going to get a better product. I don't care who you are. You can grow on any grow mat you want, and those microgreens are going to smell moldy and mildewy. Soil, they won't. They just won't. Soil is so much better than grow mats. You can grow any microgreen you want on soil, and you just can't do that on grow mats. They're so much easier to water on soil. And again, the guide, the whole microgreens guide, the whole microgreens video will go through how to how to water microgreens. That's the, the biggest problem that people have is they overwater them. They take too much care of them. Microgreens are really kind of hands-off. You spread the seeds on, you... Put a little bit of water on them, not too much. We're not wetting the whole soil, just the beginning, just the top of the soil. You let those seeds germinate. You put them in your light and you water from the bottom maybe once, probably twice, and, and you're done. There's just, there's no care to them. You don't have to like watch them grow. You don't have to like take care of them every day. It's just a matter of watering them probably twice before you harvest them. They're really one of the simplest houseplants you can grow. And yes, I'm calling them a houseplant. I love having microgreens growing in the house. I have no other houseplants. I just watch my microgreens grow. So rule number one is don't fret. And I'm going to oversimplify the process here, but this, this is the main, this is the gist of it. You have your planting tray. You put soil in the planting tray. You take a mister. You miss the upper one third of the soil. You spread your seeds on the soil and you miss them again. There's different ways that you can cover up these seeds, but you don't even really need to cover them up. You don't. You just you can put them under a dome. You can put the lid from the home microgreens kit on top if you want to. 
I talk about weight and all this stuff. You don't really need to do that for your first tray. Just spread your seeds on the soil, mist them, let them germinate, put them in the sunlight. When they're growing, when they start to turn green, you lift the tray up out of the watering tray. You lift the planting tray up out of the watering tray. You put a half a cup of water in the watering tray. You put the planting tray back down on top. It'll float. The water will go up in the holes in the bottom of the planting tray. That's watering your microgreens. You put them on in the sunlight if you want to or underneath your light. If they're on sunlight every day, you will have to probably turn the tray because they're going to grow towards that window. But besides that, you just leave them alone. When you lift that tray up and it feels really light, just like it did on that first day, then you put another half cup of water in the watering tray, spin it around underneath the light, let them grow. 7, 10, maybe 14 days, and you take a pair of scissors and you harvest them. That is all there is to the microgreens. It's really that simple. I will say, pick up the Home Microgreens Guide. Again, it's homemicrogreens.com forward slash guide. Read through that guide. See the process. There's so many people in these Facebook groups. They plant their seeds or they then they ask questions like you really need to see the whole process. You need to read the whole process, whether you're looking at pictures or listening to a podcast or reading a guide to see what it involves from step one to harvest. I'm not saying you have to memorize these steps, but you should have some idea of what steps come next. Just don't blindly go into it because generally what happens is they ask a question way too late. Feel free to email me anytime you want to with questions. I answer all my emails. I'm really good at that, and I really want you to learn how to grow microgreens. With microgreen seeds like broccoli and kohlrabi and, and most of the 17 I listed in podcast episode number 32, it's really that simple. Now, some microgreens take a little bit more care. They take a, There's a few more steps that you need to follow. And to grow a perfect tray of microgreens time and time again, there, there is a procedure that should be followed. But for your first tray or two, don't really worry too much about it. Just see if you like the whole process. See if you like growing your microgreens, harvesting your microgreens, and using your microgreens. There's no need to invest a lot of money into a whole setup until you know if you really enjoy the process. If you don't enjoy the process and you still want to grow microgreens, you can go to microgreen.directory and there's a whole bunch of farms listed all over the country where you can actually buy microgreens and purchase them already grown. The microgreen directory, again, it's microgreen.directory, is a directory of microgreen farmers. They advertise their products, they advertise their websites, and they advertise their services in the microgreen.directory website, and you can go there if you don't want to grow your own. But with the steps I outlined below for less than $15, you can see if you want to grow your own microgreens at home. Even if the microgreen tray doesn't come out perfect, you're still going to harvest some microgreens to see if you like them or if you like the process. If you noticed, I didn't talk about how much seed to use. One nice thing about the home microgreens kit is it comes with a seed packet perfect for the home microgreens tray. You don't even have to worry about how much seed you use because it's already predetermined for you. And I would actually use those first. This is a great way, the whole microgreens kit and the, and the whole microgreens seed packet is a great way to test out different seeds to see which microgreens you like without having to invest a whole lot of money into an ounce or, or even a bigger bag of seed. But if you do happen to have a lot of seed already at home and you want to know how much seed to use, you can go to the whole microgreens seed calculator. Just go to homemakergreens.com forward slash calculator. 
that will take you to a web page that has a calculator where you actually enter in the size tray you have in inches and it tells you how much or how many micro. Hmm. That's always tricky, right? Do I talk about how much or how many seeds? It's really how much because we're, we're going to use weight here. It will tell you the weight of seeds to use for your tray size. Now, I know a lot of people don't have a scale at home, and I really recommend measuring microgreen seeds by weight rather than volume. But I have developed a home microgreen seed calculator for volume. So basically using measuring spoons, teaspoons, tablespoons, or quarter cups of the amount of seed you need using the same sort of calculator where you actually move the bar to determine the size of your trays and that tells you how much seed to use. And I will be publishing that soon as well as with an expanded calculator for weights. That will probably be introduced in next week's podcast. I hope to have that finished up this week and I'll be all set and ready to use the following week. So stay tuned for details of that. But as a beginning microgreen grower, I I truly recommend investing in a home microgreens kit. Again, they're as cheap as $7 along with a seed packet that contains the right amount of seeds for that size tray. It's as simple as that. So if you're just getting started with microgreens, the big thing is not to fret. Just relax. They're just a few little plants. It's okay to start growing your own microgreens on sunlight. You probably will want to get artificial light eventually, but to start, you can start with sunlight. You just need a small little planting tray, a small little watering tray, a little bit of soil, and some seeds, a little spray bottle to mist the seeds, and you are all set. That's all you need. If you want a little bit more in-depth information, don't forget you can download the free guide. Go to homemakergreens.com forward slash guide. Enter your name, your first name, and your email into the form. You will be sent an email. Just confirm your email address, and then in the next minute or two, you'll be sent the free guide in the next following email. The guide has more than enough information for you to get started growing microgreens. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something out of it. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about seed density. But until then, start growing your own microgreens. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by homemicrogreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.